Hello, TSP. This is Penguin, and I am giving you the human interest portion of real time. Today, our first interview for this segment is with WS. Um, so why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Um, about me? I'm not, uh, like, what do you want to know? Uh, I can whatever tell, I can you're comfortable telling us about you. Whatever. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so hi, I'm WS. My nation is witchcraft and sorcery, I think. Most of you probably know that. I don't know who will be listening to this, um, but uh, right now I'm the minister. Uh, I'm the minister of military affairs in South Pacific. Um, at the time of this interview, um, yeah, you wanted to talk about real life stuff, right? Like, yeah, mostly is the direction. Okay, so yeah, so I'm 21. I live in the United States. I'm go to school in Minnesota. Um, really. Yeah, I go to school. Yeah, uh, in St. Paul. Have you um, ever been to St. Olaf? St. Olaf? Uh, yeah, I was there. I went there for a uh, a mock trial tournament. We have we go to a mock trial tournament there every year. Wait, St. Olaf is real? St. Olaf is real. The, it looks like Hogwarts. It's real. Everyone's joking. It's real. No, St. Olaf is 100% real. <laughs> this just made a revelation on my life. <laughs> I'm glad I could be of assistance. Okay, um, wow. Yeah, St. Olaf is real. Um, we go there for mock trials. It looks like Hogwarts um, from a distance. It's like on the top of a hill, um, or it's the campus is very hilly, and and there's like um, uh, kind of, it, I was told there's kind of like a like a lot of trees that kind of just surround the, the the area as you as you go up to it. It's in a little town just south of um, just south of the Twin Cities, and um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Saint um, Gustav. Saint Olaf. Uh, Gustavus no, Adolphus is the other is the one you're thinking of. I'm going to stop making Golden Girls references now. I'm sorry. because oh, there is a college called Gustavus in the area, too. Gustavus Adolphus. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be a senior in college. I guess continuing on the, on the track we were on, I'm going to be a senior in college next year. Um, I am really involved in debate and mock trial stuff is kind of my main thing. Um, I do college mock trial. Um, I also coach and judge debate a lot. Um, is kind of my other thing in real life. And um, let's see, other things about me. I speak German. Um, I just got back from six months in Germany and Austria. Um, U.S., where your famous meetup with uh, Yes, and- the meetup yeah. with Rovin and Nakari. <laughs> the brill- where we drank spit. And there's that beautiful picture of us that I think is, is still somewhere in the Lampshade Bar. I'm pretty sure it is. I saw it. Oh, that yeah. was a really fun time. Yeah, it was amazing. We had a we had a fantastic. It was me and Rovin and Nakari and Birdkeeper, and we um we all agreed. Like I I was in Vienna, so I just I took the train up to um up to where Rovin and Birdkeeper are, and Nakari was going to be there. And it was like the last week. It was like two days before I left um back to the United States, and we just decided that we were gonna. Um, that we, 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 had, we had been, we had known for a while that we like wanted to meet up at some point because, um, Nikari comes down there a lot to see Birdkeeper and, um, and Rovin. And I was like, oh, I'm in the area too. We might as well, you know, just do a little TSP meetup or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it went really, it was really fun. Like that was an amazingly fun, um, it was a fun time. We were at this Australian, we, we picked out an Australian restaurant that they, uh, that, that, that Rovin and Birdkeeper know about because, you know, this game was created by an Australian. So, yeah. um, we, we, um, ate, me and Nakari had kangaroo burgers and, um, 
Um, we drank spit, of course. <laughs> Roven. <laughs> we learned that Roven's tolerance is very low. <laughs> I'm going to pass over that subject because... Because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um and that's all I'm gonna that's that's just all I'm gonna say about it. And then um we um yeah, it was just it was a we were there we we must have been sitting at that table for about four hours. I mean it was we had a great time. Our waitress our waitress was amazing. Oh uh she was she was so she was just so kind and she was so funny and she just really like when we were ordering this the spit she she rolled with it i mean she didn't she 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 rolled with it she's like yeah it's a blue basically a blue drink <laughs> that is important to us so it was great we had a great evening oh, that's then i mean i'm i'm slightly jealous i lived in the vicinity of tsunami for ages and ages and right we didn't meet up because his schedule and our schedule was right. crazy. But I think that that that's one of the things I love about nation states is it introduces you to so many people from so many places in the world. And yeah. I, I think that when done safely and correctly and everyone yeah. adult, because I do not advocate for children going random places with. Nope. I, I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. It could Absolutely. be fantastic. Yeah. It was great. And I've just like, yeah, I've known Rovan and Akari um, and Birdkeeper to some extent too for a while. And we've, you know, we had a lot of good times and we figured it was, it, it just, it really, I mean, at that point it was just like a no brainer because we've just, you know, we've all been very close for at least for a couple of years. So yeah, it was, it was great. Do it. Now you mentioned that you enjoy mock trial and debate. You are involved in those heavily. What other activities outside of uh, nation states do you enjoy doing? Um, my main, the, the, the other thing that I do, so the main thing I do like activity wise is I golf. I, um, I picked up, really? I've, I've, had, I've had a set of clubs for years. How do you golf I, in Minnesota? Isn't it covered in snow for like 10 months a year? It, it's covered in snow for a lot of the year, but I, I'm my, my home during the summer is my parents live in Nebraska. And so that's where my, my, my house is in Nebraska in that time of the year. And so, um, I, I that's where I am right now, but the, um, um, it's um the summers are nice i mean the summers are nice in minnesota too but um they, it is a short golf season um and staying staying in in practice during the off season is is difficult um i i picked it up it's kind of really just a thing i do to kind of pass the time in the summer i'm not amazing at it um i'm hoping that i'll get a little better after i heal from this eye surgery that i had um but i i i i can hit the ball hard but I don't always hit it straight, so. I mean, straight is a relative term, so. Fair. That is not, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so anything besides, I mean, golf, because, I mean, I don't picture, I, I, I would not have pegged you for a golfer, to be quite honest. But then again, to be fair, most of my depictions of golfers are cranky old men or yeah little teenage girls because yeah that's yeah. actually really cool how long have yeah. you been how long have you been involved in that um it's been a summer thing for the last few summers you know i i went to a um 
I went to a, um, I, it was kind of, you know, I've had these clubs for ages. I got them in like early in high school when I was kind of interested in it at, at one point in my life. And then I, I just didn't use them for ages. And then I, and then it was like one summer, I think it was the summer after my first year of college, I, I decided kind of, you know, I want to do something active. I, I have this goal. I have these golf clubs. I, you know, I might as well sign up for a class. And the guy, the, the, there's like a, a nine hole par three course in the middle of the city that is fabulous. And I took a class there and the guy who taught me is like one of the most amazing teachers I've ever had. And he's just super knowledgeable and he's really smart and he's like a magician. Like anytime I come to him with like a swing problem or like a, a any kind of problem with my, with my game, he, we always fix it. Like this guy is just, has been an absolute miracle worker for me and he's just such a nice guy. And I, it's just, you know, it's people, it's really him that's, and 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 then the, the coaching that I've gotten it's caused caused me to stick with it. That, so I have to put, I have to mute myself for a moment. And right. I think that that's it. Could a great teacher is a benefit for oh. so many things. That's one of the reasons why I, I studied history in mm-hmm. college because I had a professor. Well, I high school they don't call it professors, but right. in high school well, they, do my, in, they do in Austria. <laughs> this is. A- or not that sophisticated. Yeah, okay. There, you have a point. My freshman year of high school um, was really, really hard for me, but my history teacher was, um, he was a Vietnam vet, and it was, it was the second best history class I ever took, because right. it wasn't just, you need to memorize these dates. It was, yep, it was yep, so yep, yep. much. It was just awesome. An awesome teacher can... Yeah can just ignite a passion that you should follow. What are you that's, studying? That's what in? got me into German. Actually, I studied German. Um, that's what got I, me into German was I had a great teacher in high school. My, she's my German teacher. I'm still in contact with her. Um, she's, yeah, m- another one of the most influential people in my life. Um, and, yeah, we're still in contact. And, uh, you know, I'm three years, three plus years out of high school now. So, What are you um, planning to do with your uh, German studies besides play golf in Deutschland? Yeah, <laughs> good summary of it. But the um, no, I'm probably gonna um, I'm probably gonna apply for a Fulbright um, scholarship after I uh, for after I graduate. Um, so that is a um, for those of you who are not American and do not know what the Fulbright is, um, listening, it is a it's a year or two, basically English teaching assistantship where you get um, you go over to whatever country you choose for me, and it'd probably be Austria. And you teach English in a secondary school, or you help as a native speaker, English teacher, basically. And you get paid, and you get, and you got, you got to find your own place to live, and like whatever. But they, they pay you. And um, um, a lot of people, a lot of American uh, university students, do it after they, they finish university. And so it's a really, it's a really nice thing for your resume. It's a really great thing to do, um, just to kind of figure out what you want to do with your life, basically. For me, it's like I'm really interested in teaching. Uh, I'm considering whether or not I want to go into high school, teaching high school. So it's kind of like the perfect thing for me where I can get, I can get experience before I decide whether or not I want to go get a master's in education or something. I can kind of, I I considered, but realized my temperament at the time was not the smartest move. That makes sense. Yeah. Working in, working in a school is difficult. I've done, I've done a lot of volunteer work in schools and I mean a lot. (laughs) And, um, I, I did um, I did some volunteer work in a school in Vienna when I was there, and I did a uh, summer 
um, learning program in Nebraska. There's, they have a summer class thing where they, they it's like it's a half day classes where they teach you about like Lego robotics or like um, what a chess or what have you um, for, for a week. And that was that was really fun. And I, I volunteered in those for about five summers. And then I and then I. Now, would you want to be a German teacher or would you have a second subject that you would? Uh, it depends. I mean, I think German is the most obvious if, if there's, if that is, it's, you know, German is a, it's a hard thing. Not every place like has German and it's very By difficult to do school, that. By high school, I, I took German all through high school. Um, I yeah. actually, it's great because so I does mine. tutor. Um, well, mine wasn't in school for fifth grade. I needed a math tutor. He needed someone to practice German with. It was a win-win situation. Oh, that's awesome. But whatever. Um, my head awesome. got rid of German because they were pushing Spanish. Um, so now the oh. only in my high school is Spanish. I hate that when they push a single one. See, for me, I, thought, I would have a problem with that because, you know, it was like they, they said, you know, you should have a language like like it's not officially required for graduation. But they said like, oh, you should have a language. And I had had bad experiences with Spanish and French, um, mostly Spanish, but also French to some extent. And so German was kind of the natural choice. And it just so happened that the German teacher in my high school was amazing. And it's just kind of ignited something that I have been going hard on ever since. And I just, I, I love it. And it's, yeah. I, I feel I, languages are so important and they're so underutilized, especially like for those of you who are outside of the United States, as nation states is obviously an international game. Like right. TSP have players from all over the globe. Outside of the United States, most people speak at least two languages at least that that's my personal experience from people yeah. i the united states it's not always necessary my high school they changed it my junior year you no longer needed a language requirement um huh. my, i graduated and then my second brother who graduated two years after me they lifted the they, they got rid of french then they got rid of German and pushed Spanish all the way through. But my first high school was right outside of DC. And that mm. was the, the, you, unless you had a friend who spoke the language you spoke, you could not walk down a hallway and understand what was happening. Right. That's how diverse it was. Yeah, that was my high school experience too, is that there were people, there was, I don't know, people from like 50 different countries in my high school. I mean, it was, uh, I in don't Nebraska? know if it was, yeah, in Nebraska. You know, I, 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 live, I live in a city in Nebraska. So like it's, it's what? a little bit. Um, it's a little bit more, but yeah, my, my high school, there's a lot, there's a large immigrant community, um, where I and live. See, that and so is there's... not something like, and this, this is probably my personal bias being as I'm from the East coast, mm -hmm. that is not something I would have ever. No, it's not something Nebraska. a lot of people think of, but yeah. And in, in, you know, I live in Lincoln and in Lincoln, there's like, it's, it's a, there's a very large immigrant population in Lincoln and, and in Omaha too, to some extent. Um, and there are certain parts, there are parts of Omaha that are, um, have very large immigrant communities. Um, you know, like Minneapolis and St. Paul have huge immigrant, have huge communities of immigrants. And it's yeah. really, um, it's, it's really nice because I mean, it, you, you get to meet people from like all, literally all over the planet. The food's gotta and, be amazing. And then, yeah, the food's great too. The, the number of amazing Vietnamese restaurants in Lincoln is like, <laughs> it's, wow. there are a lot of them, like, like. There's a very large Vietnamese community in Lincoln, and, and the Vietnamese restaurants are to die for. There's a couple in particular that are really, really good, but there's a lot of them. That's 
that see i just learned three new things in this conversation already <laughs> brilliant that's, that's what i'm here for see you i'm know, a teacher i teach it, i teach new things you know what you're good at it you have <laughs> personally i think you have that kind of personality i think in a teacher role now what brought you to nation states to begin with how you've been involved in nation states Ooh, yeah so um I have a long history with this game, <laughs> and it's a bit complicated. But um, to, to to answer your first question, how did I get involved? Um, also through school, I um, we in my I was freshman year of high school in my civics class. Um, we we uh, the student teacher um, made a made a nation um, for our class. And the the basic idea was, you know, he made he made a nation for our class, and it was um, it was like we 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 would every day that we would have class. The first thing we would do in class is we would we would check out like an issue or two or three, just like however many were there, and we would vote on what our response should be. And um, so that was kind of how we 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 were introduced to some like you know theories of government and whatever and through through nation states and so of course a bunch of people in the class myself included made nations um mine is the only one i'm without i'm certain that mine is the only one remaining <laughs> after six years this was in 2013 this was in february well i made my nation on february 1st 2013 um and that was yeah no, nobody else really lasted more than a couple of weeks, and I lasted six and a half years so far. I mean, that's fantastic. And this is, this is another thing I like about Nation States. It's something that should be utilized in, I mean, I'd even say middle school classrooms. Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you can, if you get out of the UCRs and GCR politics and everything else, it is something that could be used to teach. Like, I have an issue right now that I'm sitting on because I don't know if I want to blow people up or if I want to put them in the mines. Oh, like, I, I stopped answering issues years ago. Like, unless I was doing really? cards. Like, when I, was, when I was messing around with cards, I was answering issues. But otherwise, I haven't answered issues in years. Oh, my goodness. I, it, it's one of those I need to do it things because it, right. it forces me to think about, okay, I'm necessarily in this situation what will I do? How do I want to feel today? Mm -hmm. Do I want to make my people love me or should I just kill them all? Yeah. See, I, I've always been, you know, I, I had my, 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 I kind of had some goals for myself when I, when I made my nation, I'm like, I want it to be this, this, and this. I'm like, I want to have, you know, a civil rights love fest with a hundred out of a hundred economy. And like, that was, that was it. And I did that. And ever since then, I've just kind of let it sit. Would you utilize nation states in your classroom if you went yeah, I mean, if I was teaching in like social sciences or government, I would definitely use it. Um, I was if I, if I go into teaching, if I go into teaching social sciences, which I don't think I will. I think probably if I if I taught, I would either teach I would teach, teach I would teach either English or I would teach um, or German probably, because um, um, I also want to coach debate. If I if I go into teaching, I want to coach debate or mock trial or something like that, um, and I I want to have that. And it's I, I frequently English teachers and social science teachers are the ones who are the debate coaches. <laughs> so, from all of that, your six and a half years, what brought you to TSP? So, um, 
I need to go back a little bit further than TSP to kind of explain that because um, my history in in NS is with three regions: it's with 10 KI, Ten Thousand Islands, it's with the Grey Wardens, and it's with TSP. And I I was in Ten KI from basically solidly from 2013 until early 2017 when I um, I was a tactical officer in Tito at the time, um, and I had some disagreements with command, and then I so I left I. Um, I left, I went to the Grey Wardens, and that's where I met Roven and Nakari. And, uh, How long ago that, was that? Uh, that was in uh, the February, March of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of right as defending was really like hitting its peak. And I was in that group, I was part of that group of the Grey Wardens who basically led the charge in defending for in, in most of 2017 and kind of, you know, was there. It was like me and Roven and Nakari and Tim and um, Elton Morris and Benevolent Thomas and Merlin, um, hired contractor came in towards the end. Um, um, who else was in that group? Um, Kariko was in that group um, for a while. I mean, there was a, there was a ton of people that were, were were in the wardens, and we was in Dead Eye Jack, and obviously in Vincent Drake. I don't know if I mentioned mentioned Vincent Drake, but like literally, like I'm just like. <laughs> There's so many people that I forget about some of them, but there was just it's there was like the group. Oscars when you're saying yeah. your thanks. Yeah, but it was just this group of people, and we had this this thing. I don't know what it was, but we had this thing where we were just we were just the best in the game at gameplay, and I I, I don't say that lightly. I mean we were. It was like every time a tag run would come, we would they, like that we would have these like flawless victory tag run against these tag runs defenders, which would be the norm. And it was only really when Lily came on the scene and when Chingus started making his 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 um, tagging software that um, um, anybody really stood a chance against us. I mean, we were just we were dominating for that whole basically until like August or September of 2017 when I left. Um, so the first time talking about TSP, um, the first time I joined TSP was in June, May of 2017, also on Roven's recommendation, basically Roven's recommendation. He, he and I were talking and I said, oh, TSP, you know, I, I had been involved, I had been around TSP uh, for a while. I'd been 10KI's like um, ambassador to TSP for I, feel like I don't know how long. Who's serious in the game has been around if they're not sucked in at some point. Yeah. I was I was TSP's ambassador for uh, 10KI's ambassador to TSP for a while, and then I left 10KI, but I was still in TSP's Discord at that point. And so I just, you know, I started poking around, I said hi to people, and that ended up, you know, me starting to apply applied for legislator status. And then like Three weeks after I joined, they had the 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 for the cabinet elections in June of 2017 happen, and I'm like, whatever, I'll run for MoMA. <laughs> and so I ran for MoMA, and I got destroyed by Uno, um, like Uno, and I was running against Uno, and Uno and I have been like really good friends since basically yeah, since I no. since I joined the Wardens, and so you know, and I, you know, we, we just she kind of was running against me, and so we, you know, we were friends, whatever. But she completely destroyed me in that election. <laughs> um. And so that was um, what made you decide TSP. to stay. And then, well, I think I might be lagging again. That that was my first uh, thing in TSP. Is I ran for MoMA in like three weeks after joining. I got accused of being like an importer or something. Um, you are not and, a TSP if you're not accused. Yeah, of that was pretty funny. And then I, um, 
I, I, I hung around for a while, but then I, I ended up basically quitting the game for a year between like of 2017 and like September of last year. Um, and so I was, I was basically on hiatus for that whole year. And then I came back, I rejoined 10 KI and then I left 10 KI and now I'm in TSP again. <laughs> um, why, why I had a long history in the game. Why back to TSP? Because it, it made sense. Like I've, I, I maintained contact with, um, like Rovin and Nakari really outside of, um, TSP. And so when I when I left 10K, I was like, I really didn't know where to go. All I knew is that I needed to leave. And um, I, I, I kind of needed, you know, I was kind of done. And, you know, I, I had some issues with with people in 10K. I still we just didn't see eye to eye on a lot of um, a lot of issues. We just didn't approach certain questions the same way. And so I, I just decided I need to change a pace. Um, TSP made the most sense because I already had connections there. Uh, you know, I already knew people. I knew I'd be able to to step in. I'd be able to do things right away because people knew who I was. I wouldn't have to like. It, it would just. It would be. It would be easy for me to kind of you know blend in and make connections and make strides. And I that's what I wanted to do. And I feel like so far I've been able to do that. It's been a little difficult in the last couple of weeks since I, I was moving and then I had surgery. And so now I'm only now starting to kind of get back in the swing of things. But um, I'm really excited. Well, I'm really glad that you're able to take the time for this because I know, I mean, I have horrible eyesight too. So yeah, sympathize with not being able to see properly. That's, that's my life. Yeah. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing an old pair of glasses that doesn't have, I'm wearing the last pair of glasses right now that doesn't have prisms in them. And so it's like, they're like two years old and they're slightly fuzzy. And so it's just like, I'm just walking around when everything's just slightly out of focus. Blech. So it's like, it's, it's, it, it's, an, it's been interesting, but they, 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 my eye, I'm seeing, you know, my, I'm seeing so much better than like I, I have in years just in terms of like not seeing thing images staying together, not seeing double my eyes, like working together. It's, it's, you know, I'm seeing in that sense, you know, I'm, I'm already just a few days after surgery seeing better than I have in years. Which is fantastic. And yeah. I speak for most of us when I say that's, we're very happy that you're doing better. Yeah. I'm happy that my recovery and I'm, I'm happy that I've, I'm, I'm recovering well and that, that everything's gone well. And I'm, I'm, Hoping that we can uh, have many more good times ahead. I'm I'm sad. I'm sorry that things have gotten a little piled up recently. I know that, uh, you know, I said in my campaign I'd do a lot of this and that, but it kind of <laughs> things got tied up in the fact that I also have a life. Real <laughs> and, life, and that's the thing I think some people forget. Right. Real life should always take precedence. Real life, and I was not, you know, and I, I'm I'm definitely a big proponent of that because my real life. Um, my, my my life was a big part of the reason that I decided to leave the game in twenty seven at the end in September towards the end of twenty seventeen, and um, yeah, and and it was it was it was great. I I I, I really think that that I I'm I've become a very very big advocate of IRL over NS yes. for a long time, and a lot of people, and it's gotten a lot of it honestly has gotten a lot of people into trouble who have not taken that. Seriously, um, I can think of a few people. I can, I can as well. I've been. I think we all can. Yeah, I've been participating in nation states. I started in high school, but I let it drop because mm -hmm. I 
well, we won't talk about that. Um, I picked it back up. I was in TSP from 2011. Um, I right. have to take a couple of hiatuses for my own real life issues, but mm-hmm. there's every time I come back, it just, you know, s- someone needs to take a step back, have a breather. And it's, yeah, it's sometimes I, I, I listen to Sarah's, Sarah's, because my English is not working. <laughs> Our current yeah. delegate for life, I listened to his podcast, um, and he mentioned that um, he wanted to work with, you know, getting mental health awareness out there, and I completely agree with that, because yeah. it's part of taking care of yourself, and I think taking yeah. a step back from this sometimes can jumpstart that, and it makes me actually go right into my next question. Like, how do you think Nation States has influenced you in real life and vice versa? Like, how have your real life influenced you in Nation States? I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously there's some of both. So my, my big thing is I've, I've run for office a lot and in this game, and the, the main reason for that is that I'm, I've always been really interested in, you know, I, I do debate and mock trial. I'm naturally, you know, kind of drawn to these um, uh, oratorically competitive things and so you know campaigning is a big part of that and so i I just i just really enjoy the 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 energy of a campaign i really enjoy the ideas that come out of it um i think that a a constructively competitive um environment creates some really really great ideas and i think it's one of the best things that 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 we can do and so that's why i really i'm you know i've always been a big advocate for democracy i've always you know been drawn to democracies in the game because I, I enjoy running for office. I enjoy, you know, the ideas that come out of that. And I enjoy seeing them put into practice. Um, and I think that uh, I, I haven't actually run for office. I've never, I'm not, uh, I haven't actually run for like student government or anything in real life. Um, I, I've contemplated it a couple of times, but I've, I've never actually done that. But on the, on the flip side, I mean, I don't know if, if, how this game i mean obviously it has um to a large extent but i i I don't know what or how i could i i could i can really put it into words other than it's 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 given me a place to kind of you know i i always know that there are people here that i can i I can talk to people i can get away from you know if i if i need to get away from things for a while I, i i come here um and i i i'm so my other major is philosophy, and uh, I took this really interesting course. This is kind of a tangent, but it's kind of related, called uh, on, on the Philosophy of Technology. And one of the books that we read in that class was talking about how um, the how people how the the ways in which people use technology and the way people use these kind of community these online communities as a kind of escape from um, from life. Yeah. And for, from the things that they don't want to deal with, and so for me, it's it has been it has been some of that that this is kind of the place I go when I when I when I when I want to kind of have a change of pace, uh, in a sense. And it um, is kind of scaring me a little bit how similar we I minored in philosophy. I have my my degree yeah, in philosophy. That's cool. One of the classes that I took with one of my favorite professors, we had. I mean, yeah. this was. I'm I'm 25ish, so it was back in yeah. the day. Yeah, um, what um uh what 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 any particular area of interest in in philosophy? Anything you're any area you're particularly interested in? Um, 
I mean, I did a lot of modern philosophy. I right. also did a lot of, um, I went to a Catholic university, so I, I'm not sure. myself, but they paid. Um, but I did a lot of um, religious philosophy. Yeah. Because world religions has always been something that I'm fascinated with. So I was like, let's learn about it. It's cool. Yeah. That's my, my advisor. My academic advisor is um, kind of a specialty in, in philosophy. Well, her husband is a professor in the religious studies department, and she is a, um, um, she is a, um, um, she's an expert on, on, uh, Eastern philosophy and, uh, philosophy of, uh, religion and plus philosophy of mind and also religion to some extent. So, um, my favorite course I ever took was, um, philosophy of literature where we essentially just took books from, I mean, we did Frankenstein. My favorite was when we did the Harry Potter series, but. I won't nerd oh, out. For sure. But we, we took Frankenstein, Dr. Jekyll, like we took all of these books and we went through them. And I mean, it just makes you take a step back and realize that the struggles that we have now were not, I mean, they might be slightly different from past, but they're not. They're not all that different, no. They really aren't. I mean, we, we've been grappling with the same problems, like the philosophical problems we're grappling with now, we've been, we've been grappling with for thousands of years and we're no closer to an answer. <laughs> Uh-huh. I kind of feel like we're further away because we're like technology, we're isolating ourselves more and we're forgetting how mm-hmm. to interact with human beings, which can be a draw. Like I say yeah. this. As are we forgetting technology. how to interact or, or are we just interacting differently? I mean, I, I say this using technology to interact with someone who is, I don't know how far away you are, but far away from me. Right. Like, that's, and, what, that's what I mean. And that's, these are the kind of questions. It, it's fantastic that we can communicate this way, but if you were, like, I feel like a lot of people, if they were to meet face-to-face, talking to people, introducing themselves to strangers face-to-face, like, if there's not a screen between them, it's mm-hmm. more difficult to be a human being. And this also lays into right. online bullying and anonymity, and I don't necessarily think anonymity is a good thing all the mm-hmm. time. No, me neither. Not all the time. I mean, to some extent, yeah, to some extent, it has been really harmful. And so that's, and I mean, yeah, it's, and and that's, and and there's a certain kind of anonymity that's important. Like, I'm not just going to go around, like, I don't just go around blurring my IRL name everywhere because my IRL name is very identifying, but I'm also not, like, super private. Like, I mean, I'm more private now than I was when I first started the game because I have BP. I can't. Because BP, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I can't go blasting personal identification information because, mm-hmm. yeah, it could come back to her, and then I'll right. have to do things that bail money would be required for. Yeah. But I'm also not one to... I don't typically like people, so meeting them, I'm almost okay with not doing it, even though I yeah. should. But, but it, it opens it's whatever the you're comfortable with. I mean, for that, it's just really, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Exactly. And, you that know, I, a whole can of worms that we can get into. Yeah, <laughs> we can have uh, a whole podcast dedicated to philosophy. A whole podcast dedicated to the, <laughs> the philosophical musings of WS and Penguin. <laughs> I would be down for that. I really that would be that would be interesting. That would be okay. fun. Now I want three facts about Minnesota and three facts about Nebraska. Go. <laughs> um, the states. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, 
Um, let's see. Um, last I read, Nebraska produces about a fourth of the world's popcorn. Um, we have a lot of corn in Nebraska. That's that's a fact. Um, I just had pumpkin spice popcorn yesterday with BP, and we love it. So brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, Kool Aid. Kool Aid is from Nebraska. That's is it fact. really? Yeah. There's a I big Kool Aid had... museum in in Kearney. I had grape Kool Aid this morning for breakfast. It's a big. It's a big um, tourist trap. <laughs> Wow. It's a big bat tourist trap. Um, oh, and another um, another cool thing about Nebraska, another a place that's cool in Nebraska is um, uh, there's this place up north um, called Ashfall Fossil Beds, and it's a giant. It's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a giant fossil bed. So basically, um, the last time that the Yellowstone volcano erupted, um, the cloud, the ash cloud basically fell upon that part of Nebraska and all the animals that there was like a watering hole basically where this place was and all the animals that were there, the, the, the skeletons of all the animals that were there are still like there's pre preserved animal skeletons basically all over this place. And so there's, there's thousands upon thousands of prehistoric animal skeletons in this one place in Nebraska and okay, it's a really, really cool place to go visit. That's really sad. Like they're all just trying to get water and trying to like live their lives, and if then you're in Nebraska. they're all dead. Yes, um, three facts about Minnesota. Three facts about Minnesota. Um, so I haven't lived in Minnesota as long, um, so I don't know as much weird things about it. Um, um, okay, I'll cut you slack. One weird thing about Minnesota. One weird thing about Minnesota. Oh. Um, um, a lot of you folks know that Minnesota is cold. It is the, the, the coldest it got in Minnesota last year was, and this is before wind chill, I believe. It was about, I saw about 30, 30 35 below zero uh, Fahrenheit in, um, in the Twin Cities. That's before wind chill. And then after wind chill, it was like 60 below. And this is why uh, this penguin will never go to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, it's it, Minnesota is, and 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 you know, I, you know, I was in Europe, and when 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 I tell people in Europe exactly how cold it is, in how exactly how cold it gets in Minnesota, and 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 I, and I give them like a temperature for the first time, and they're just like they're like, oh, isn't that cold? I'm like, yeah, it's X cold, and they're just like they're just their jaws drop. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. it's just it just amazed me because because Europe is like latitude wise europe and like especially germany is is further north it's like in where canada would be yeah but at the temperature but it's so mild it, it's just like the temperature like the, the coldest it got was like 15 20 degrees fahrenheit it's like five ten below zero celsius for you non-freedom unit users um <laughs> um, um and that's like the coldest it got was like 15 below Celsius, maybe, maybe 10 below Celsius at, at, at the least, I think, actually. You know, it's just like, and it's further north latitude wise than Minnesota, but Minnesota, it's just so cold. It's so unbearably cold in the winter. Like the, it gets, it gets cold enough that you can like breathe air out and it can like freeze in midair. 
class get canceled if it's that cold? Or are they just so mm, by your Yes and no. <laughs> so the only time class has really gotten canceled, but I can remember, is when it snowed. It's not when it got cold. When it gets cold, you got to grin and bear it. Because campus is small enough. My, my university campus is small enough that you can get from one end to the other in 10 minutes. Um, and you can go and you can be inside for most of that 10 minutes. Um, but the when it, the, the only time I remember class getting canceled is when it snowed about two feet in the sp a foot, about uh, not two feet, it's not two feet, basically total over the time, but it snowed about a foot in the space of a couple hours. And this is why, honey, if we ever meet in real life, it's going to be on the East Coast because I <laughs> can't handle that. Yeah, this is one woman who does not do the cold. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. I was, I have to admit, in the two really two winters that I have been up there, my tolerance for cold has gone up massively. Like I was, I was how you are basically before I, I went up there. But I, it is, I, I, I the, the amount of cold. I, I can tolerate has gone up a lot just by virtue of living there. It's it's kind of freakish, actually. It was 90 outside today where yeah. I heard and I'm wearing a hoodie and jeans. So yeah, it's going to hit it's going to hit um, 103 here on Wednesday, I think. We're all going to Thursday. Die. It's going to hit 103, I think. 39 for you non-Freedom Uni users. <laughs> Now, this out. You've been fantastic. I'm going to give a speed round word association. I'm going to ask your favorite art, your your favorite, you know, color music things, and you're going to tell me those. Okay? Are you ready? Okay. Favorite color? Uh, uh blue, probably. Favorite music? Um, oh. Huh. <laughs> Uh, like, what What do you mean, favorite music? Like, favorite artist, favorite type of music, favorite... If you had to put on some uh, a song right now, what would it be? Um, right now? Uh, right now I've been listening to a lot of Billie Eilish. I still need to know who this person is. Okay, I love book. Billie Eilish. Favorite okay, book? Uh, favorite book? Yeah. Uh, George Orwell, 1984. Favorite movie? Um... I just watched Pulp Fiction, like I was telling you earlier, but uh, probably still Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Favorite TV show? Uh, oh. The Sopranos. Favorite member of TSP? And if it's not Penguin, I'm not sure we can continue this interview. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I don't actually know. <laughs> I don't actually TSP. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a fair assessment because your fifth could technically be me. So yeah, it could be. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one because I don't really, because I, I, I honestly do not have a favorite, uh, favorite member of TSP. There are so many awesome people here that I love, and it has to be more than one person for me to really join a community. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, anything... I'm sorry. Go ahead. If there's, like, one person I like and a bunch of people I hate, I'm not going to go there for the one person I like. Don't ever get married. <laughs> oh, my God.
on that note, is there anything else you would like us to know about you? Uh, I think, I mean, no, <laughs> that's a good place to end it, though. All right, well. I'm just first... going to be laughing. This was our first human interest portion of Real Time featuring WS. This is Penguin signing off. Have a wonderful night. Peace out.